friends, you know how I always like to try and find the bright spot, the positive in every situation? I know a lot of you are super bummed and frustrated right now because your running and racing plans have been put on hold. My bright side spin on this is that right now, this unexpected holding pattern we're in might be a good time to dive deeper into some aspects of your training. For example, maybe this is your chance to place more focus on strength training or an opportunity to continue to slowly build your endurance instead of pushing so hard you get hurt. Or maybe you've been feeling pretty burned out and it was time to shift gears. And so you take this time to do some cross training with a family member or even share your love of running with one of your kids and get in some slow, easy miles together. Wouldn't that be exciting to have a brand new running partner right in your very own family? If you want some help, you can check out my new book, Holistic Endurance Training. Inside, I give you the scoop on some of the little things you can do to make yourself a well-rounded athlete. You don't have to do any of them at all, or you can do any combination you want. The idea is that if you want to see performance gains, you can use the book as a guide and pick and choose the training tactics you want to adopt. Check out the book or visit my website, www.crushingmygoals.com slash book to learn more. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, my name is Kim Peek. I'm a mother, daughter, wife, dog mom, author, coach, runner, and triathlete who loves to study movement, motivation, and mindset. Welcome to today's show. In the last episode, I talked about why I don't agree with that whole attitude that's going around that basically calls you a loser if you aren't up for reinventing yourself in this time of crisis. What we are going through right now is something the world has never experienced. So it's okay to feel uncertain, scared, or worried. We all need to recognize that not everyone is experiencing this time the same way each of us is experiencing this personally. As you listen to your friends talk, or even as you listen to the rest of this podcast, I would encourage you to keep that in mind. It is not my intention to upset you with any message that I share on the podcast, in my newsletters, or on my social media. In fact, it's my goal to encourage you. So first, you are stronger than you think. You are resilient, and you will get through this. I know this in my heart. We will all face something horribly challenging in our lives, the death of a loved one, a terminal illness, a divorce, or other hardship that in the moment feels inconceivable that we could ever possibly move on from it. But we do. We are resilient, and we overcome. You are resilient, and you will overcome. I've gone through, personally, several years of things that challenged life as I knew it. We all have those hard things, and it's not fair to compare them. So when you start to feel guilty for thinking that whatever struggle you're going through is not as bad as somebody else's, stop that thinking. We each have hard in our lives that affects us, and what seems small to me or insignificant to you might be the hardest thing your friend has ever faced. And that's okay. Grief, fear, challenge, and hardship 
they're not competitions. So don't compare the challenges you face to those of others and think you're not allowed to feel angry or sad or scared. You are entitled to feel all the emotions surrounding whatever you are going through because we're all experiencing this in different ways. We all have different stressors that are affecting us. There's a song that has been on my race day playlist for a while. That song is Overcomer by Mandisa. I use it as the pump me up song that I listen to before I race because I like the reminder that I have overcome a lot and I'm capable of pushing myself to continue to push through the hard things. For those of you who haven't heard the song, here's the chorus. It goes, you're an overcomer. Stay in the fight till the final round. You're not going under because God is holding you right now. You might be downed for the moment, feeling like it's hopeless. That's when he reminds you, you're an overcomer. You're an overcomer. The song just makes me feel good. And it's one that I blast when I doubt myself or when I feel like I'm drowning in self-pity. I think it's important to approach big things with as much positive energy as we can. I've been doing a series on my, in my private Facebook group, the Power of Run Strength Challenge group, on cultivating mindset. If you want to join us, it's free. All you have to do is search Power of Run Strength Challenge on Facebook. Each day I post a positive word and a paragraph or two about that word. The word of the day is intended to get you thinking about how you frame the things taking place in your life. It's good for just thinking about life. If you're into journaling, all of the words of the day would be excellent journal prompts. And if you're looking for some conversation starters for maybe when you sit down to eat with the family, because we're all doing more of that these days, these words of the day would be a great way to get your family talking about what's important in their lives right now. I know I have a teenage daughter who likes to hide away in her room all day, and it is a chore to get her to talk to us, and we have to drag her out of the room, but we all do sit down around the same table and have dinner, and it's one time I can get even my kids who are having a little bit of trouble with this quarantine time, wishing they could be face-to-face with friends, spending their day on Zoom and FaceTime and texting and TikTok. It's one time where we can get everybody together and ask some questions. So if that's you, these words of the day might be a great conversation starter in that situation. But back to the idea of being an overcomer and being resilient and being stronger than you think. Why is that important? And why should we even care? You know I love to talk about optimism. Does optimism really matter that much? (laughs) According to an article from the Mayo Clinic, optimism provides a whole bunch of health benefits that include increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, lower levels of distress, greater resistance to the common cold, better psychological and physical well-being, better cardiovascular health and reduced risk of death from cardiovascular disease, and better coping skills during hardships and times of stress. Now, when I look at that list, I see a whole lot of things that could help us all the time, but especially right now. It's unclear why people who engage in positive thinking 
experience all these health benefits. But one theory is that having a positive outlook enables you to cope better with stressful situations, which reduces the harmful health effects of stress on your body. About a year ago, I did an interview with Dina Castor. It's episode 53 of this podcast. It's one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded, one of my favorite interviews. Dina is the 2004 Olympic marathon bronze medalist from the United States. She's also the American record holder in the marathon, and she's the author of Let Your Mind Run, a memoir of thinking my way to victory. In this interview that I did with her, she shares all kinds of stories about how she used positive thinking to completely change the course of her life and her running career. Optimism is one of my favorite topics. So I've done quite a few podcasts on this topic, and you can access the whole list on my website. I'll also include the link in the show notes, but if you want to dig into this optimism topic and some of the other podcasts I've done, go to crushingmygoals.com slash mindset. If you want to be more positive, the good news is that it's something that can be learned. A few things that will help you. Number one. Surround yourself with positive people and positive messages. There is a reason that things like you become the company you keep and you become like the five people you spend the most time with are popular sayings. Your environment matters. So do what you can, what you're able to, to manage it. If your Facebook feed gives you anxiety, if you find yourself feeling down because you can't stop comparing yourself to the people you follow, if there's too much negativity, unfollow people or stay off social media. You do not need, especially right now when we're all extra stressed, you just don't need anything that will make you feel inadequate. And I don't want to get into the arguments of nobody can make you feel inadequate or less than without your consent. That's a whole different topic for a whole different day. Right now, if your environment is making you having a negative impact on you, change the environment, even if that means unfollowing people or staying off social media. Also, listen to music that pumps you up. I am working on a playlist that I'm creating with the people in the Power of Run Strength Challenge group, which you are all welcome to join. And we are trying to come up with some pump me up songs. So if you'd like to contribute to that list or want to join us in the group, send me a message. Look on the in the show notes so you can figure out how to get join our group and participate in that. But listen to music that pumps you up. Read books and messages that fill you with hope and positivity. Reach out to friends who are upbeat and find a way to spend more time in a positive, uplifting environment. That was all number one. Number two, catch yourself when you realize your head is filled with negative thoughts. If you make a point of noticing your thought patterns, it will get easier and easier to focus on the positive, to focus on what you can control, and to stop dwelling on the negative. When you catch yourself in a negative thought pattern, force yourself to identify one positive in that situation. Is there even the tiniest thing you can be thankful for in that moment? Is there the slightest way to put a positive spin on what's going on? Number three, develop a habit of listing out the things you are thankful for each day. Don't just list the big things like your family, your job, food, shelter, your pets. Really think about the little things. 
What are the little things that happened today that made you smile? If you know that at the end of the day or at family mealtime that you're going to have to list five things that made you smile, you're going to start looking harder throughout the day and you will begin to appreciate those little moments that bring peace and joy into your life. Number four, of course, as I mentioned in my book, I think journaling provides a powerful way of examining your thoughts and your mindset, seeing where you need to make changes, and giving you the information you need to take control of your thoughts and your life. If you are new to journaling, start by writing down the things that you're thankful for each day, or get up in the morning and spend just a few minutes writing writing about what you want out of life or what you want to happen that day, or imagine a situation that you are dreaming of happening at some point in your life and write about that. Or write about your athletic goals, but pick something that you can dream about. Pick your goals. Talk about what you're thankful for. Just spend a few minutes every day writing in your journal. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Another idea is to take a few minutes after you work out to jot down some of the things you thought about while you exercised. For me, exercise, working out always just clears my mind and I get so many creative thoughts while I'm exercising. So I like to work out alone and I like to have that time because I am full of ideas when I come home. You might not be like that, but maybe you're only focusing on the exercise or the foot turnover or getting up that hill. And if that is how you are feeling when you're working out, that's great too. I have a person who I interviewed for my book who really shared some great thoughts about how she uses her journal to track all different aspects of her workout, including notes that she got from her coach that maybe she didn't even understand in the moment. But when she goes back later, as she's grown as an athlete, she can flip back through that journal and apply those things that now she suddenly understands, which I think is a really cool application for the journaling. Anyway, that's four ways that you can start to develop some positivity and optimism in your life. Now, I always like to add a little disclaimer whenever I talk about optimism and positivity. I am not encouraging you to remain in a dangerous place or to allow somebody to physically or emotionally abuse you. That is a dangerous situation, and I encourage you to seek help from a friend, a loved one, a shelter, or a hotline. I'm also not saying you should ignore your feelings. Sometimes we do need to feel fear, anger, and sadness, but when you approach struggles and challenges in life with optimism, it does add some tools to your toolbox. And that's what we're trying to do here is give you more tools to use when you're feeling overwhelmed. Now, to give you a few ideas for your journal or to use as discussion questions for your family dinner, I'll share a few of the words of the day that I shared on Facebook last week. The word of the day was thrive. And the text that went with the post said, Take some time today to journal or think about what the word thrive means to you. How can you make sure you thrive today in uncertain times? What do you need to be the best you can be for yourself and for your loved ones? Don't feel pressure to do more than you feel up to. We all have different commitments and stressors right now. 
but knowing what your situation is, what actions can you take so you will feel your very best right now. And again, I want to note that no one is asking you to be positive all the time or to try to bottle up your feelings or to avoid experiencing emotions like anger or sadness or fear. My friend, Wendy Connolly, who has the podcast Mojo for Moms, says that emotions are professors. They are not good or bad. They are just there to teach us. And I will link to Wendy's podcast on the topics of emotion as professors in the show notes so that you can listen to that one if you want to. But when you feel fear, the concept, the idea is to take note and then ask yourself, what is that emotion trying to teach me? What am I afraid of? Is it something that will hurt me in a moment, in the moment, like a fire or a car racing toward me in the street? Is it something, is it a, a feeling that I want to experience? If so, that's fine. Maybe that's the emotion that you should be feeling. But if you don't want to feel fear or whatever emotion it is, what can you learn about yourself in that moment? How can you turn that situation around? And what does it teach you about your thoughts, your feelings, or the actions? What does it teach you about the situation? How can you turn it around? How can you change your thought processes or the way you interpret the situation or the way you think about that situation so that you can experience an emotion that might serve you better? So I think that's also a helpful thing is not to look at your emotions as good or bad, but to think of them as professors that are there to teach you something about a situation that you're experiencing. Moving right along to another word of the day, a few days ago, the word of the day was smile. So I wrote, the word of the day is smile. What makes you smile? Take the time to notice things throughout your day that make you smile. By looking for things that make you happy, you will start to notice more positive things around you, and this will brighten your day. So that one isn't too deep, but it would make for a fun dinner conversation to go around the table and ask everyone to reflect on what they made them smile that day. I know for me today, I had a very fun run with my little 10-pound Sheltie Poo. She always knows when I'm going outside to run, and she gets a little bit distressed while I'm gone. She sits by the door and howls and cries and carries on. So today, all the other dogs were outside, and she kept pacing around following me because she knew I was going to go for a run, and I didn't want her crying and carrying on because my husband was on a conference call. So I grabbed her leash and I thought, well, I'll just go for a short little walk with her and then I'll drop her off and go back and do my run. We got outside and that little dog took off and I decided to just run with her and decided that I would do my short one mile loop around the neighborhood. So we ran for one mile and she got home and was prancing around, so proud of herself. I don't usually take her out alone because we have three dogs and we usually have to walk all of the dogs together. And she usually is pulling on the leash because she is raring to go while our beagle sniffs and takes her precious time because beagles love to smell all the smells. So I think I have a new runner on my hands, and that really made me smile today, just seeing how happy it made my dog to go out and run. I'll share just one more 
of my words of the day. And then if you like this sort of thing, be sure to join us in the Facebook group. I'm a huge fan of thinking about the energy that we bring to a situation. So the other day, the word of the day was energy. And I said, think about your energy. Are you projecting positive energy? Share your positivity and enthusiasm with others. If you aren't feeling it, think about what it will take to shift your energy just slightly for a few minutes. They say you cannot hold two competing thoughts at the same time. So if you are feeling low energy, think about something that makes you laugh or smile. And I love that one because it is just so easy to flip that switch if you make yourself have a positive thought for just a few seconds at a time. And it's something that we all can do to go through the motions to make that effort to start feeling better when we aren't feeling great. I hope this episode has given you some ideas that will help you shift your thinking and help you feel more resilient. You are amazing. You can do hard things. And I love you all. Talk to you soon. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run. And you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.